Welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for the 2024 year. We're on our like sixth year of podcasting. Five yeah. five years and few months in. And change. Uh, yeah, it's pretty flies. nuts. Uh, we're here. We're going to be covering some more Temple Archives. And uh, you've heard Ed and Noma. And Ed's going to tell you what we're covering today. Oh, it is my pleasure to tell you that we will be discussing the events of Star Wars Volume 5, Yoda's Secret War. This was a comic in the... I swear, trying to get into the Star Wars comics is so odd now because... <laughs> You'll, you'll type in Star Wars comic, and there'll be, like, ten different variations of it. But, yeah, there's different years. That's how they distinguish. Yeah. It's like Star Wars 2015 issues 30, like 26 to 30. Weird. So just yeah. stay with us. We're going to discuss everything that happened in this volume, in this little section. We're going to talk about what may happen in the next months. It's, it's kind of intuitive once you read it because we kind of know where we are in the story, and especially with the last few panels they really let you know okay what should you expect next but we're going to be looking for easter eggs too and how many we can find if any at all and see where they where they come from where they lead and if there was anything just confusing that you can just say why was that in there um but before we get into that discussion we'd like to have more of that with our listeners and there are many ways to contact us if you do have questions or thoughts or different different viewpoints of the things that we talk about so please get in contact with us there's many ways to do so and Noma will let you know a few of those right now. If there's anything that you do not hear at this point or forget along the way because you're so interested in the episode, if you're <laughs> not, we will repeat these at the end. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, one of the easiest ways to get in contact with us is our website. That is voiceoftheforce.com. Uh, we've also got our email, and that is connect at voiceoftheforce.com. Uh, we're on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and what's left of threads, uh, at VoiceForps. At Voice uh, the handle for all three of those is at VoiceForcePod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing our listener base and is very much appreciated. Uh, you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. Giving us the five stars on a comment helps with visibility, and you could subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Uh, we're also still on Twitch. Uh, we're doing that pretty regularly. Uh, you can find us there at twitch.tv uh, slash voiceforcegaming. Uh, so we're on three times a week there. That is Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Uh, that is me and a VTuber friend of mine, Roomba friend, uh, doing co-op games together. Uh, we are currently... Uh, doing uh, doing some stuff in Elden Ring. It's a uh, it's it's a time. Let's just say that for now. Um, and then on Fridays uh, at 6 p.m. EST, I am part of an Arma group. Uh, if you don't know Arma, it is a military simulation game uh, and is quite advanced. But I am part of a Star Wars group uh, called the 91st Mobile Reconnaissance Force. Uh, so every Friday at 6 p.m., uh, I either run operations with their armor crew, uh, which is what I'm a member of, or I am basically being like a virtual GM as the Zeus member. Um, so that's usually a lot of fun. Uh, you know, either way, you're either getting to watch me blow up uh, big heavy armor like AATs, uh, or you get to watch me uh, blowing up clone troopers. Uh, so either way, it's a good time. 
And then Saturday, we are doing uh, streams with the entire crew. So, you know, me, Ed, and Dan. Uh, currently, we are doing Star Wars Empire at War, Thrawn's Revenge mod. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we are on our way to conquering the galaxy piece by piece. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you will catch us there. Take a look at what we do, and if you're interested in any of the fun times, uh, I do try and clip as many awesome moments as I can find. There's going to be one today from the very beginning of the stream where I managed to pull a win on a very, very harrowing naval battle. How about the um, one of uh, near the end of the stream? That's also got to be one. Yeah, no, yeah, we Absolutely. may. So, uh, yeah, someone may have eaten a turbo laser to the face, and it is absolutely going to also be a clip. That was so good. Uh, Oh, it was amazing. But yeah, so for fun times like that, you can join us there. And if there's any games you're interested in watching us play, uh, you know, in the same way that we're uh, looking for discussions, we are absolutely looking for people to suggest games that uh, we want to that they want to see us play, want to see us experience, whether that's Star Wars or not. Uh, once Edge of the Empire, Edge of the Empire, <laughs> once Empire at War is done, we are going to be swapping over to something that isn't quite Star Wars, but is something that uh, Ed has expressed a lot of interest in watching and learning, and I have a lot of experience playing. So that'll be fun. We'll see how long that goes on for, and then, uh, yeah, who knows? I'm thinking myself, personally, as long as people are enjoying the Empire at War uh, gameplay, I might swap over to Follow the Republic after that yes. secret stream. Because uh, yes. I've been watching some clips of the Naders, and oh, I, I, I want I want it. And in Follow the Republic, I learned that you can choose to either activate Order 66 or 65. Uh, so, you know, uh, Declaration 65 to remove the Chancellor from power. Uh, so that would be cool. Well, you know, we might uh, ask the community which one they want to see us do, because in one... Uh, we get victory class star destroyers, and the other we get to keep the Jedi. So, you know, interesting trade off. But yeah. Thank you, Ed and Noma. Let's jump into the credits for this episode. Wait, did we do a spoiler thing? Uh, well, we have. We will now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, before we go on, this is the spoiler warning. We're going to be uh, doing a real quick summary. Uh, you know, I'll go over all the events that happened in these issues, and then we'll jump into a discussion, but we're going to go into them, assuming that you've already read them. So if you haven't, I mean, you know, it's also a spoiler warning for a book that is what let me do map nine years old now. Yeah, it would um, be. so you know, it's uh, you've had you've had some time. It's original Star Wars comics release. Uh, without any further ado, this is Star Wars Volume Five: Yoda's Secret War. Uh, so the writers are Jason Aaron and Kelly Thompson. Uh, the penciler is Salvatore LaRocca, and the cover artist is Stuart Immonen. Uh, the editors are Jordan B. White and Heather Antos, as always. Uh, if I have mispronounced anybody's names, uh, I do apologize for that. And with that, uh, because this is also covering Star Wars Annual 2, the penciler for Annual 2 is Emilio Lyso. Kelly Thompson uh, was the person who wrote that one, too, just a heads up. Okay, awesome. Right. Um, no worries. So without any further ado, let's get into the synopsis. And once again, spoiler warning. Um, so the story is kind of interesting because it ends off with Scar Squadron, Scar Squad, Scar Squad, uh, the elite stormtroopers who somehow have a lightsaber. Three from... times fast, Noma. Yeah, Scar Squad. <laughs> Scar, 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 Scar. <laughs> 
Um, but they're basically interrogating C-3PO. Uh, they learn nothing, basically. Everything from and nothing. Yeah. They're, they're basically like, this is the easiest interrogation ever. He's not resisting. We just ask him and he gets stuff. That's the and best. So, yeah, there's an interesting part where Vader's like, uh, Scar's, the Scar leader, who I, whose name I don't remember, um, is like, oh, Lord Vader, what do we do with him? And Vader's like, I just destroy him. And I was like, oh, I've seen a, I've read a comic where that's a very different reaction yeah. towards C-3PO, but sure. Is that a Legends um, comic? No, I don't know. Which I, one was I, it? I do don't remember. Okay. Uh, it's, it has, it's a comic that happens during episode five. Interesting. Okay, um, maybe it happens yeah. later on, because like, I don't think he's in the same. He's not in the same room as C three PO. He just probably thinks it's a protocol droid because I don't think he says his Maybe. name, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Maybe I'll double check realized. the comic quick and just see, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't say his name. Okay, Sergeant uh, Creel. No, Sergeant. no, no, no. So like C three PO doesn't say that he's C three PO when Darth Vader's like on the comms. So yeah. like he just thinks he's a protocol droid. I'll yeah, that's check. fair. I can't really remember. Um, but yeah, so so Sergeant Creel basically has a plan. Uh, which is to destroy C-3PO at a later point, but to use them to try and draw the Rebels in. Because he correctly deduces that uh, the Rebels will see this droid as something that actually has human emotions. Oh, uh, like a person? My God, could you imagine? Uh, that's how you can tell he's from the Empire. But uh, it doesn't quite turn out the way he expects, because uh, basically everyone in the Rebellion agrees that while C-3PO is a valuable member of the Alliance, uh, he's on Vader's flagship. There's no way that they're going to get him back. Um, so basically everyone agrees except R2. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> great. Luke's X-Wing goes off. Luke tries to follow him with, with a backup droid. Uh, it doesn't work. R2 threatens to shiv. Uh, I think his name's like S4. Um, R4. Or ES4 or something. Or no, you're right. Um, you're right. It's like, it's like two letters or something. It's, it's like ESO4. Like the, the way that they, they say his name is kind of weird. Um, but he basically threatens to shiv him. And so, uh, the scared droid lets R2's X-Wing jump away. Um, Luke is like, damn it, if only I was a Jedi, I could stop him. Wait a minute, I have Obi-Wan's journal that I beat a bl that I blindly beat Boba Fett to get. Um, so he starts reading through it. Yeah, right. Um, there's a tale, I mean, at least R2 helped him in that sense, but um, there's a story in it that Obi-Wan left behind that is basically what this story becomes all about, Yoda's Secret War. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird story. It I will have to summarize it because it has its own very, very long and spiraling thing. Um, it starts off with this like pirate gang of the, I don't know what the alien species is called because they don't look like anything I've ever seen before. Uh, they have this kid who's force sensitive. Uh, they're keeping him in a cage because they think the Jedi are going to come and buy him from them. Yoda shows up. Uh, there's no purchase. Yoda just beats the shit out of them all with the force, takes the kid. There's something very weird in there that I was like, wait, what's happening? I don't Is understand. The kid? I don't even think he so. He kind of looks like Nemoidian a little bit, no? But he has full eyes and like... Yeah. Like, like, yeah, you can like see his pupils. Interesting. And they're not little squigglies. They want to be Vong. <laughs> yeah, like. yeah, there you Almost, go. right? But the, the, so like they take him back to the temple to train and I'm going, uh, the kid can walk and talk. Isn't that too late? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> he's too not old. too old. No, exactly. Yeah, that was yeah. the main thing where I was well, like, I mean, well, so An this could be, looks like the same age as Anakin. Yeah, I mean, aliens do age differently. So it could be like a three-year-old, that really tall height or something, or like a two-year-old. Mm -hmm. But this one could like speak in full sentences. Did he? Yeah, he was like, I don't understand why I'm in here. I'm scared. Oh, shit. Blah. Okay, never mind then. Tells Yoda his name. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, this is this is strange. It should be like a baby, right? Like, that's the we toddler. We do get to see some fun characters like the right age. Um, 
But yeah, so yeah, Qui-Gon and, and Anakin or Anakin, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan uh are all like show up to to take the kid and go back to Coruscant. Um they're also using Delta Sevens, which I thought was kind of interesting because I was like, I don't did they have these already or did were, were did was it only after the Clone War started? I, I legitimately don't remember. Um but they're they're all flying Delta Seven Aether Sprites. Um so Yoda goes like, Oh, I hear someone calling to me, and Qui-Gon's like, I don't. We also um, so get Yoda to see Qui-Gon's to... Aether Sprite, because we never got to yeah. see that before. That's a brand new and the blue one, right? Yeah, that's true. Um Although was Obi Wan's red? Yeah, it was red. Yeah, so it was. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, if if like if they were from before the Clone Wars, it seems fine to me. Um, like it's not something that I would be like, oh, this doesn't make sense. But yeah, it's a Jedi starfighter. Um, but actually, you know what? It it would make sense if it was because Obi Wan in Episode Two has the Aether Sprite before the Clone Wars have started. It says that the Delta Seven so. B Aether Sprite class light interceptor was also used. Uh, by the Jedi during Clone Wars, but uh, was used by the Jedi before and during the Clone Wars. Yeah, and like I said, right, like Obi-Wan takes it to Geonosis before the Clone Wars have started. True, true, um, true, true. So, yeah, that that would basically make sense. And then the ETA, that one, the Actus is definitely made after. Yes, yes. Um, which is still my favorite. Oh, it looks so fucking cool. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Um, wings at the end. Yeah, it's like someone took a TIE Interceptor and an Aether Sprite and forced them to do the fusion dance. Do it, do it. They were entered into service to the Jedi Order prior or to, uh, prior to or during 32 BBY. So there you go. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Yoda goes to this planet. Uh, I don't think the name's ever said. Um, I will find it. Basically, <laughs> I will take a look. I, I got the comic up like as. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's going through it. I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's just like the planet, the mysterious source. But, it is until um, Luke finds. It. He's like, I know that planet. It's like, of course you fucking oh, do, okay. dude. Yeah, because of the weird spiral thingy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he lands on a planet that, for lack of a better term, is Lord of the Flies world. Yep. Um, it's just it's a bunch of kids, and they're all like feral tribe people who use these like stones that are. Some that somehow stop Yoda from using the Force for now, um, and so like he's really confused. And they tell him about these like these like rock people who like live in this mountain. And there's this like the the rock mountain is a lot like it has this energy that they like eat to like give them not really Force powers, but kind of Force powers. Um, so Yoda goes to the other tribe um, with this adult who's who they've captured whose entire being doesn't really make sense, as I'll explain later. Um, but basically... Hmm? It's called a Vagadar system. And the Vagadar, way that Luke recognizes okay. it, he's like, I recognize this spiral! It's a it's a system! And then he looks on his map, and there's a system that has like the exact same dots on the spiral. The whole fucking galaxy. Yeah, he's like, spiral. I know that specific system. That's not on any star maps, but yeah. it's in mine. And it's like, okay, This is Luke. what the anti-spirals were talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just so funny, because like, you look this at the whole galaxy, and he like, pinpoints it. He's like, I know this one. Sorry. It's it's very it very much has the same kind of feeling as the um, Jurassic Park one. Yeah, it's like this is a so and so system. I know how to hack it. The teenage girl says, like, "Of course um, you know in, how to in, hack it." In two X, I can't remember what it is, but anyways, um, so he goes to this like other uh, tribe of these like rock people, um, and they're very angry, and they knock Yoda out with a rock, which was they just did. like wow. That I mean, to be fair, without the force, Grand he's Master. pretty much just a small man. 
But then the weird thing is that, like, it turns out later on he can use the force on them. He just has to try a lot harder. And it's like, oh, okay. He's well, got to think about it a different way. Good thing you're holding back against these kids with rocks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they like put him in like force shackles. It's, it's kind of time iridium shackles. They're... Yeah. Right. It, it, I don't even know if they stop him from doing anything. And it's, there's a lot of weird things. Like they basically like go up the mountain and like die to the heart of the mountain. And so he goes up with the adult, but his shackles are gone all of a sudden. Um, and basically as they climb up, the old man is, or not old man, just like the adult is like, ah, if we go up to the heart, we're going to die. I don't want to do that. And Yoda's like, no, we should keep living because living. (laughs) And so the old man, like, or the the old man, the man grabs. He is pretty old. He looks old as fuck. It's true. He's haggard. That's Um, all. So he looks older than he probably is. either one um but yeah so he grabs the rock and he's like ah i know you can't use your force tricks if i am holding this rock and then he just yoda's like no don't do it you have nothing to live for (laughs) so so the guy just jumps so the two the two factions are the muckwhackers which are the ones on the bottom of the mountain Mm. and then i think it's the rock swatters or something i'm just gonna find the other term of the people in the mountain or something um frog dogs yeah exactly (laughs) the sharks and the jets um but yeah so he goes up to like the top of the mountain and it turns out that's where all the adults live because they started a war (sighs) they started a war and the kids continued the war and then they ostracized all of the adults and so they're like, yeah, fuck them kids. We're safe in this top of the mountain. And it's like, what the fuck is Rock Hawker? (laughs) It's a rock hawker. Rock hawker. The people in the mountains. And then yeah, Um, the people that are the older people in the actual mountain. Yeah, so Yoda's like, uh, you guys are a bunch of cowards. Uh, Fuck all y'all. And like goes into the mountain and they're like, oh, the mountain will kill him. Um, So he goes in and he finds this kid that the the rock hawkers exiled because he was a coward. And he's like, oh, you're not a coward. You're actually so smart. You should be my master. And it's like, well, the rock hawkers exiled him and Mm -hmm. the adults like, fuck you, go further into the mountain. Yeah. It's like, oh, come on, guys. Jesus. It's, it's, it's very strange. But, Anyway, so he, he, uh, this kid, Gar- Garo, Garin, Garin, Garo, yeah. Garo, yeah, okay. Um, trains Yoda and how to, like, use the force with these rocks and stuff like that. And Yoda gets the hang of it pretty quickly and ends up being able to pull up, like, larger rocks mm-hmm. after getting hit in the face with a bunch of other smaller rocks. Uh, and then they continue and they find this heart of the mountain. And Yoda goes, Oh, it's alive. Um, and it's like, Oh, and so he goes into this description of how, um, Somehow, through touching this heart of the mountain, he learns the planet's history, which is that um, these not-Dragon-Age titans um, basically like, lived on this planet. They're these giant crystal things that lived in harmony with the planet, and then humans showed up and fucked it all up somehow. Um, and everybody died. And that, We also got a flash-forward, too. A little bit with Obi-Wan. You remember that one on Tatooine? It's it's super weird. Like, it, yeah, there's a flash-forward where Obi-Wan's on Tatooine. It's almost like a Kenobi, yeah. where like they're like, you're a Jedi, aren't you? And he's like, no, it's, I'm not a Jedi. But it, it, it literally comes out of nowhere. The message is worse. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it's literally just Obi-Wan, like, stops a fight between Greedo and some guy. Um, and then Garo just shows up as an adult and is like, oh, you're a Jedi. The, the, something, something. Write this story down. Um, and that's it. Yeah, the and he's gone. go away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, Yoda learns that the mountain that they're on is an actual living being. Um 
he, for some reason, thinks that Garo's on his side, so he explains this entire thing to him. They go back to the rock, uh, rock hawkers, and Garo, like, immediately sells him out and just explains yeah, what the whole thing is, so that the tribe will take him back. And, no. <laughs> <laughs> and Yoda's like, no, what are you doing? I thought you were my friend. And it's like, you've known him for, like, three minutes. To be fair, he, he was exiled by both people, so you're like, okay, this kid's, like, got no one else. Yeah, uh, Yoda's IQ, he got hit in the face two he, times he and did. became an idiot. He did, he did. Just like, he also has a soft so, spot for, for training kids, no, I guess, right? It's just, the guy's, yeah, the kid like, was 800 years old. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's so weird. Um, but anyways, so they wake up the heart of the mountain with the dark side, and it, like, it, oh my god, it's gonna kill the muck squ- squatters. Um, but he Yoda's like, wait, Monk Squatters, if you guys use the good, the light side of the force, then it'll not kill everybody while I go and fight it. So Yoda goes to Ashura's Wrath, the giant. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. And there's literally a scene where it punches him, and instead of like punching it a million times, Yoda just like turns, makes his lightsaber really long and stabs it, and that somehow holds the whole thing up. I think he uses um, the force at the same time. Is how he did maybe, it. Maybe, but he's holding it with both hands. Uh, yeah. You know, what? Well, he said he's just like you know. Okay, I feel you feel me through the force through this, and then mm. I feel you through the force through like the, the struggle of holding you up. But now yeah. that we know each other, haha, I can overpower you. And it's like, okay. oh, just wait till we <laughs> see what happens in the aftermath of all this shit. Yeah, so then he's like, oh, I didn't just wake this one up. They're all awake now, and they're all going to be friends now, and all, all, all of the, the kids and adults come back together, and everybody's happy, and Yoda leaves. And like everything's resolved, and then yeah, like the spiral mark that Garo had looks like I recognize this symbol in the journal that Obi Wan wrote, even though he, I don't know, I guess Yoda told this to him afterwards. Um, and so he uses that to find the system. They go down there. Turns out the giant rock thing's dead again, and looks like oh my god, now what happened? Um, and then Garo shows up, and uh, he's he's a he's a fucking psionic from D and D three point five. Yes, he is. <laughs> he's got a bunch of these hovering crystal daggers. Which is a cool aesthetic in Star Wars. You don't see that all the time. It's kind of cool. It's sage right? now. That's all. It's unique yeah. for sure in Star Wars. It's it's fun. It's just the, the problem is then he just proceeds to body Luke. <laughs> like he, he does. Just, he just stabs he the just, shit out of him. Yeah, he stabs the shit out of him. He's like, "You're a Jedi," and Luke's like, "No, I'm not." And he's like, "Yes, you are." And then he just keeps stabbing him. And he's like, ah, I, I'm, he's like, you will help me." Yeah. Plot armor instant regen. And then he says something where I was like, how? No, you cannot just say this and have me accept it. Where he's like, yeah, after Yoda left, all of the adults and the kids, they built spaceships and left. Yes. And I was like, from yes. 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 rocks and money. Yes. I was yes. so mad at that. I was like, there's no way. There's no way. That's literally what he that. said. Yeah. It's just like, this I is this. He's just, yeah, this, just hand-waving it. I was, yeah, I was like, what? And you're not the, the last of your kind. Dude, yeah, you know what happened. You're you not the last of your kind. You're just a fucking guy so, who doesn't want they, to leave his planet. You did leave your planet. So many rocks for power yeah. that the rest of them just fucking tripped out and died. And Dude. he's the last yeah. one because they saw the spaceships and got on. Well, this guy, this guy went light. to go see Obi Wan for what reason? Nobody knows. Yeah. And then he and then he came back to the planet and it's like everybody left and left me behind. It's like, dude, you chose to come back. Yeah. The, the only thing about the Obi Wan thing that really gets me though is the fact that you see the method in how they tell you initially how they're gonna get the how they get the power or whatever, but it goes away. With them dying out and the last time, oh, you heard us shouting then with our mental screams. Yeah, this guy screamers. I think this, he pulled he pulled a future loop canon where he like projected himself to Tatooine because he felt the force being used there because nobody really uses it anymore, I don't know right? it feels like he was and actually there just like 
hey, you must be eating crack rocks too. <laughs> it runs out, hey, bro. Yeah. This guy is literally a human the, skaven. The fact, the fact that like, I don't know about that. He's not. I mean, look at him. He's pretty fucked enough. up looking. <laughs> um, but yeah, like on, the fact that either explanation makes sense is concerning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's just like, he just knocks around Luke for a while. And he's like, oh, the giant crystal men made little babies that are the size of us. And I'm going to kill them for undisclosed reason. And Luke's like, no, you can't, because uh, I can't stop you. And then Garo goes, ah, you remind me of Yoda, but even more than that, you remind me of me. It's time for me to merge with the rock yeah. band. And it's like, what is happening? He gave it, it's well, like, they explained earlier that, like, <laughs> Yoda was giving the actual mountain thing from before, like, the Force. He was helping it kind of come back to life by giving it some of his, like, Force energy or whatever. Mm. Uh, like, basically Force healing it. And then this guy's just like, I don't know how to do this. Oh, my whole body. You know, like, yeah, we went a little so too far on that one. And so he's dead. They're gone. And he's like, one with the rock people. I guess. And Luke's like, I will help the baby rock men get back together with the larger ones. And then he starts the, the big one up again. A different yeah. one. And that's it. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Yoda at the end. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And this is kind of cool. I like, like this part. It, it, yeah, it was interesting. But like Yoda is like, haha! I have sensed everything that Luke has done, and now I know he's almost ready to come and find me. But the thing is, it's like, um, it's like Yoda, you know what he's done now, and you realize now that you fucked up. Like, <laughs> like he he solved your guy. Was this a problem you know, for he, Luke that you knew pulls, that he would come to eventually? Like, I feel like that's how he's spinning it right now. He, no, yeah, he pulls a full Kiari Mundi. Yes, where it's like, absolutely. Yeah, I, mean, oh, it was, I actually set up a trial for you, Luke. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, so, like, I think, but the sad thing is that in in retrospect, and you see how he is in episode five when Luke does go mm. to um, to Dagobah. And you see him half mad, pretty thing like that. I don't think that's all an act for the most part. Oh, probably not. Because, like, yes, having to spend all the time with the dark side there and everything like that. But what, wh how would the dark side attack somebody like Yoda, who's so strong in the force and everything like that? Hey, remember that time you I fucked don't think... up? Because you could have said something and you didn't. I don't think it was remember dark side, this... though. Dagobah is steeped in the dark side. That's why he went there yeah. to hide because well, the Emperor wouldn't find him. I don't think him. that's what, like, made him go, like, crazy-ish. I think it was just him being secluded. No, but that, right? that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. A combination of you... Okay, put yourself... Remember those, those sensory deprivation? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He'd be fucked up. So that, that's the kind of pressure the dark side is going to have on you, right? But mm. you're so trained. But at the same time, it's still, you're still alone with your thoughts. How could I have stopped this from happening? Yeah. Young Skywalker came to me being like, I'm, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I need help. Yep. Go meditate on it. We'll be Jedi. What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh. Le learn to let go of everything you fear to lose. Oops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, like maybe if I done yeah. this. Oh, hey, Yoda, I wanna... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Got, yeah. Like a whole fucking ton <laughs> yeah. of things. Where hey, remember this the entire situation. High Republic? Yeah. Entire High Republic. This situation where it's just like, oh, I don't worry. I'm going to leave and keep your secret. Why? I think the more we learn about Yoda, the less mysterious he is as a master and we're mm. like you're full of flaws and like that, that's yeah. fair because people are however it dispels the mystery around who yoda was and how powerful he was as a master but how stupid he was in certain decisions he made and here here's the rub mm. yoda is not a general no, no. he is a sage a very fucking good sage. I will give him that. 
when it comes to the mysteries of stuff, when it comes to exploring stuff, if finding inner peace, whatever, all that kind of stuff, sure, Grandmaster, hold that. Mm. You've done a lot of self-learning and realize you're very wise. You have wisdom. You don't have smarts. They're two different things. And you try to cover up smarts with wisdom, and it doesn't work. Because people don't have the wisdom you do, so they interpret it very differently. So when they do, you're just sitting there like, how the fuck was it so hard for you to learn? Because they're not you. I feel and like you learn what you do. I feel He's like 700 that's right. years, 800 years old. Like, you've seen so much. There's a difference you... to the time-wise, yeah. So when you speak, you know you're speaking from wisdom, but somebody who's only on the on the fucking planet for like 90 years is not going to understand that. But in 800 years, you haven't figured out how to tone that into a wave where somebody can easily understand. That's a really big failing on yeah. that part. Just and... to keep up your mysticism, whatever. But I truly think he understands, just can't interpret, they can't tell them properly other than like, this is how I learned, so you got to learn it this way. I'm also confused a little bit uh, why the first part of the story happened. Like, I guess it only was to bring like Obi-Wan Kenobi into the story. Well, no, it was, it was because he, he was, he went there for a specific reason to get the kid. As he's getting him and giving him back, he's like, what the hell is that? Oh, I mean, we could have just started with a... What the hell was that? You know what I mean? Like a Jedi Temple. He, but then you'd be asking, okay, why is he there though? Mm. Well, I mean, he it, could have been in a Jedi Temple, building, like just right? meditating, and then he's just like, maybe it was proximity, maybe it was I'm something not else. I'm he not complaining. I love to see Qui Gon and Obi Wan. That was fantastic, <laughs> and you get to see you know Qui Gon's fighter and stuff. And maybe that's like, the reason for it that they wanted to do that. Um, maybe it was just well, interesting. They also, they also say that Obi Wan's writing the book, right? Maybe it's something. Yeah, that's why also, yeah. Mm. Something. Kind of going off uh, what you said there, Ed, like I think that that one of the biggest things I'm starting to notice in like everything outside of I think Clone Wars mm. is that like the most common feature that people will write in if they're doing a Yoda story is his lack of like real like I don't want to call it like um, street smarts, but like you know the understanding of how socially society. people work yeah. and yeah society and. And just like the machinations of you know politics on any level, he it, it is it it is almost always used as his like blind spot and his failing. However, once that happens, seven, eight, nine, you know, doesn't so. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the main reason that we had we all had a huge problem with him in High Republic. It, well, the biggest problem with him in High Republic is the galaxy's on fire. Why are you just teaching younglings? Well, because this is like what a Jedi sage would do. And it's like yes, but is pr not protecting innocence more important than teaching younglings right so it's just like when it just keeps ha like hammering that point over and over and over and over again eventually you start to lose respect for yoda yeah because it's just like man how many lessons because again this is what uh, uh high republic is 100 200 years before uh episode one and it's yeah. like a uh, hundred i think but still it's like so that entire time you never learned that like, hundred actually you should... yeah oh, okay yeah so yeah, it's a long time yeah, more than it's right? a long so, time. Yeah. And, and that, that was really what I was feeling during this thing was it was like, my God, do you not understand anything that's happening right now? You literally show up and you're like, you guys should be good. And they're like, no. And he's like, well, I'm all out of options. And it's just like, it's, it's he, so strange. Yeah, he is the Jedi's Jedi. Like he, mm. he should be the, no, actually, I've never seen that. I was about to say he should be the Jedi guidance counselor, but absolutely not. <laughs> oh my um, God. <laughs> Um, Have no, you tried he tried not feeling sad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he tried. He to... he should just he should be there in a spiritual advisory 
for sure. So when you go specifically for Jedi questions and stuff like that, you go to him. Like, and it's kind of separate. It was even way worse, though, because, like, Anakin goes to him. And he's like... No, but Anakin didn't... He went to him because he was having visions and he needed answers. Well, that's but that's stuff, give, though, isn't it? But Yoda doesn't give answers. He just gives, gives you, you clues, clues and mysteries yeah. that you have to sort out yourself. Learn. Not the time for that. Yeah. That's when you go to somebody and be like, yo, I have this vision. What does it mean? Yeah. Let's try to find out. Oh, fuck. Can't Let me tell support you, you instead of you telling tell you to go find out yourself. Exactly. That's where, like... If things had been different, you tell Obi Wan, right? And Obi Wan, mm. okay, well, shit, yeah. Um, no, Yo- this being a Yoda story, like, it really had me thinking about, like, okay, well, the way Qui Gon was just like, well, I didn't feel anything, the hell, and he's just like, because for so long, Qui Gon's been the one who's been like, yeah, living force, real thing. I talk, it talked me, everything good. I understand it somehow. Mm. If it didn't tell me. And I told you, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get in your way. Go listen to it. Go, go nuts. Like that was the first, not the first time, but it's just like quite That's Qui Gon's thing, right? Mm-hmm. So to see Yoda, when he's like, okay, follow through with it. You're starting to under, like, he taught you how to do the whole Force Ghost thing. So, you know, well, eventually, <laughs> go find it, go follow it, listen to this. You have example upon example upon example of how people can just be people and just fuck up. It's nothing to do with them not having enough faith or anything like that. It's just sometimes they do. What do you do? He And he literally tells the one group, he's just like, you're fucked. I'm not dealing with you guys. You guys suck. <laughs> you should have you actually been there for your for your kids. And when I heard that, I was just like, sore spot, huh? <laughs> okay. Now, if you excuse me, I have to go rip kids away from their parents to train yeah. them to be Jedi. Or we'll like, rescue them from... Flavors. Yeah. Alrighty. Interesting, yeah, interesting only... book, man. Like, it was yeah. it was a different side of... Like, you can kind of see what storytelling has gotten between, like, Star Wars reset canon and Star Wars mm. now. Like, we have Thrawn. We just came off of Thrawn. And then we go back to this, and you're like, yeah. okay, there, the storytelling is weak. Something that didn't help a lot, and I, I, I want to know why it is, because... I don't know if you guys noticed this, but there's something very interesting with the art of this volume. Yeah. And that's that all of the characters who are based off actual Star Wars, you know, actors or characters, are drawn really, really well. Like, like on it's model. very Yeah, it's Even incredibly Yoda. clear. Yeah, it's incredibly clear that like uh Salvador La Roca used a lot of reference mm-hmm. on all of them. Uh, there's one part where Han's face looks very a little bit odd, and it's not his fault though. The, the, well, the shading the Hans, very strange. Han's one was um, done by a different person. That was done by Emilio oh, Liso. Yeah. So the annual was done by Emilio Liso. No, 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 Han in the Yoda volume. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot he was in yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just when they're they're arguing about C3PO, um, but then all of the characters that aren't drawn on model kind of look like they're made out of putty there's a yeah. lot of expressions that they make that don't look like normal human they're like a lot of really bug-eyed fish-eyed expressions which could be attributed um, to alien stuff i guess no, they're also about the half magic rocks yeah so. their eyes yeah, were like bugged out true yeah. but but the thing like i almost wonder if it was like way too tight of a timeline or something like that because like i've read salvador laroca's comics before comics that he has penciled before mm. um i love x-men he did a lot oh, of his stuff's great uh, yeah, he did a lot of Extreme X-Men. It was it all looked awesome. This was and a that, weekly that's... series from what I remember. Like this was like 
Wednesday after Wednesday so, after so Wednesday, or it right. was every other Wednesday. It depends on when this was specifically released. Mm. But it like there's like uh, the comics come out weekly, and so whether or not they give they had like a backlog or not, and then started doing weekly, and so we had time to do it. I I don't yeah. know, but I remember buying these weekly. Yeah. It it does make me immediately think though, like rushed artist, because Absolutely. like the quality is so strange. And like I said, like I know he does good stuff. And like so the rock people, surprising. like the the ones at the end, like the tiny ones are like blobs, but like the big yeah. motherfucker is like very detailed. Oh yeah, well it did talk. So it it did. Yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, do you guys want to um, talk about the annual? Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say. Like, yeah. I think that's about it, all that we've got for this one. Uh, so for the annual, it's much shorter. Um, I've got a, oh, sorry, the only other thing, a critique I was going to say for Volume 5 was, like, it really felt like, and I I don't want to, like, bash on the writers, but the, again, I feel like maybe Rush Timeline, because it felt like things were happening in this comic because they had to, to progress the story. There was, there was almost no point at any time where I thought that the plot progressed naturally or organically to the next plot point. Like the only thing was maybe Yoda going from one camp to the other because he wants to figure out what's going yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe about it. Um, but yeah. So, so final kind of critique, I think you can tell all of us had, had kind of middle thoughts. Yeah. yeah this is not going to rank high. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, However, annual two, I did want to just say one last thing hmm. I forgot to mention the beginning of this where Yoda's like, oh, a virgin's in the force. Oh, no, I, I'm getting called to another galaxy. Like, that thing reminded me of the Yoda Lost missions from Clone Wars where he goes to the planet with the three different or four different girls that were, like, different masks and stuff like that where you had to fight evil Yoda and, like, encounter, oh, like, all that stuff. Talk to Plagueis. And yeah, it was... It, Plagueis, uh, Bane. Bane, yeah. It, was, it yeah. really much felt like his vision like quest. Rules? Sorry? The Wills? No, I don't know. Was it The Wills? Yeah, I think it, it was The Wills. It's the Lost Missions uh, season. Of Clone Wars. Where, it's season six. Yeah. And yeah. then he has, like, the vision where, like, he, him and Anakin are chasing Palpatine. Well, Sidious. Yes. And then and Palpatine's Sidious actually, kills Anakin. like, yeah. jumping into his vision and, like, fucking him up. Yeah, because him and Dooku are doing, like, Sith magic stuff. Mm. But, yeah, it, it reminded me of the beginning of that where he was being called out to that planet, which I love that arc. It was a really cool arc. And then you get that for this one. You're like, oh, he had this before. Or I, again, I guess, after the fact. Mm. And you're like, <laughs> not as good. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, but yeah, like I said, so annual number two, it's much shorter. Um, it's much more concise. Uh, it, it only features like five characters. Um, and one of them's name I've already forgotten. I will because pull it up. He never speaks. Um, well, in binary, but I can't read binary. So it, centers around uh this human woman named pash everyone calls her bash because she's this like hyper jacked uh redhead you can say it no doing... more. don't be afraid uh, it's too into no it's too internet mimi like okay. look i i thought I, I saw no it, well, yeah. muscle mommy right yeah, that's essentially dan, dan, dan wants to push the meme no i like i saw her and i was like oh man that is that is an awesome character design that I is really very like cool her. i hope she doesn't die in this issue um but yeah, so like it's her. Uh, she's talking about how she doesn't like the rebellion because uh, they did something on her planet and it fucked up her job as an a marine engineer, archaeologist, uh, yeah. an engineer. Yeah, no, she was an yeah. engineer. She was an engineer. Yeah, because Mar- she's got all that stuff. But basically, uh, she finishes her shift, goes back to her hut, and it turns out that she has Princess Leia because 
She happened across her after she took a bullet to the torso. I thought it was a blaster bolt, but later on it it looks a lot more like she actually got hit with a slug thrower. She's Um, she's bleeding. Yeah, (laughs) and and oh, his name's Bruce. uh, Bruce. Oh yeah, she's got yeah, a droid. odd name for the um, droid, right? Yeah, right. and he's the kind so, of droid. Like she says it later, but he's the kind of droid that is in Mandalorian when he's like pulling the tram thing in Tatooine, and they're like running away from the Rancor. Remember that? Oh yeah, the, it like, looks like that with like, the ball thing, and then the the hands yeah. to hold the the cart. I I tried to. That also was that was Mandalorian. That was uh, Book Boba of Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But it looks Where almost identical to that. Ten different cultures together. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so Patch goes out to like try and get medicine for Leia because she has a fever. She comes back. Leia fucking jumps her with Bruce's arm. Um, is like, I have to knock you out now. And Patch is like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Uh, so a bunch of stuff happens. Um, stormtroopers are also there. She sees them out when she goes to them when Patch goes to buy the medicine. So they like start to come up with a plan. Stormtroopers are going door to door. So they go into Patch's house. Um, Leia's hiding in a cupboard. But uh, Patch basically jumps the stormtroopers, and then they make another plan, which is to uh, put on the wetsuits that she has and like try and smuggle Leia out through like the the underwater areas of the planet. Um, this is the only point where I was like, "Oh, is this another bla- bad plot point?" Because like they literally just like walk out into the street and get spotted by what seemed like one of the stormtroopers that Patch jumped. Well, no, she was, like, she was on her cart. She was pushing the, yeah. the cart, yeah, with yeah, land underneath. Well, but like literally, as soon as they get out. Yes. They are spotted by an unhelmeted stormtrooper. Yes. So to me, I was like, is that the same stormtrooper that Pash knocked out? Because that means he was out for like two minutes. Yeah, actually. And then yeah. got back up. Um, however, the stormtrooper that sees them is, is uh, uh, there's no term for a black haired, but uh, black haired. But the trooper that she knocks out is a, is like sandy blonde. So I was like, I don't, I don't understand what's happening here. Um, but anyways, they run away from the guy. Uh, basically make it down into the water area um, while they're kind of doing that. There, there's a there's a moment where they're hiding and, like, basically through everything that happened, Leia's uh, stitches popped open again, so Pash is trying to help her. Uh, ends up pulling out a bullet, which is why I was like, oh, I thought it was a blaster, but it looks like it was a slug thrower. And they have, they have a nice, like, an actual good talk um, about um, Leia and why Pash doesn't like Leia. Uh, and it's not just the Empire. It, Pash blames her for Ald- Alderaan. And then it turns out Leia does too. Um, and Leia has a really good monologue. It is it is like, re- I thought it was really cool where she is talking about how um, one of the things that is the hardest for her to deal with and she can barely live with herself with is that there was a moment where she looked in the mirror and said, if I could have changed anything, would I have? And she said, no. Based on Alderaan exploding and like all the yeah, things, yeah. Based off yeah. of it, yeah. Everything that that every everything that she sacrificed and made other people sacrifice, she believes that it. She doesn't just like, oh yeah, it doesn't matter because I who cares about them. It's a thing where it's like this weighs on me, and I've I've let so many people get hurt, but I do believe I'm doing this for the greater good, and it, it really to me um, felt like it was really letting her Anakin kind of mixed with Bale show. Where, and, and even Padme, too, because it, it's that like thing where it's like, no matter what happens, no matter what hardships I have to suffer or how many people I accidentally hurt along the way, I know I'm doing this for, for the right reasons. And I know at my core that I could not live with myself if I couldn't. And like the visual of her crying up close and then like her <clears throat> bleeding out, it's just like it just adds to that because she's like, yeah, she's at the point where like she could essentially die right here, right now. 
and like she's still she well i mean i mean like yeah, yeah. in character yeah. in universe like without yeah, us yeah. knowing plot armor and I, all that you I know? Was, yeah i was gonna say like it's almost a deathbed confession except you know that yeah it live. very much is like yeah. for her it might have felt like that which is kind of mm. a cool emotional and like impactful character moment for her i think yeah, so she also has some data that I don't think we're ever told what it actually is, but it's nope. very important for the rebellion. A lot of Bothans um, died to bring us this information. <laughs> <laughs> or many Bothans, if you look at the Legends comics. Yes, but... yeah, Bothans, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's, a, that's, I don't know if you've ever seen, seen uh, or, I don't know if you, have you ever read Tag and Bink were here? No, but I've seen Tag and Bink because they come back in canon. Yeah, uh, oh, God. so... Uh, I'll explain it after the synopsis, but that that's why many Bothans, that's a joke, but... Um, so basically, um, Leia gives past the information and it's like, if I die, pass this on to uh, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo and a giant walking carpet um, and they'll be able to, to give it to the Rebellion. So uh, she manages to, to recover enough so they can uh, take the underwater route out on the way. Um, they get ambushed by bounty hunters and one of them has a light whip. I'm not 100% I think she like has a whip, whip or something. No, because the bounty hunter hits Pash with it, and then Pash she takes it. Um, oh, yeah, pulls knocks it the bounty hunter oh. out. Yeah. And then Leia grabs it. Um, and Leia basically knocks down the tunnel with it, and it looks like she sacrifices herself for it. But then we cut to Pash bringing Leia out of the water. Falcon's there. Uh, so Luke holds them off while they get um, Leia inside. We get a couple of like nice moments with Han and Leia at that point, and then Pash steals Han's clothes. Um, <laughs> and Leia does which, too. Yeah, which was the only thing I didn't. That that aesthetic didn't look great on her. Um, but I, I was like, man, I much prefer her her work clothes to this. Um, you can see her ass because <laughs> she looks fucking jacked. It's you know, it, was, it was it was like yeah, I mean, she just looks really nice in that work outfit. But it was it was Han, it was like the collar on Han's. Oh vest. yeah, yeah, like, and like the ripped sleeves. It it made her look like she knocked out and stole the outfit from someone from Greece. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I didn't like. Where I was yeah. like, that look, this looks like it came out of the eighties. Um, it was just that aesthetic, honestly. But it's a minor thing, right? Um, but anyways, so uh, Leia and Pash have a more, have like a heartfelt uh, conversation. Leia basically convinces Pash to join the rebellion. Um, and they, they, she, Leia talks about something that they had mentioned before, which is, would you rather live a, a peaceful, boring life or an exciting one where you die early or die painfully? And Pash basically is like, you know what? I'd rather live a really exciting life and die painfully. Oh, so it was because she didn't want to be somebody on the sidelines who had. Oh, that yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Because yeah. she was trying to, she was trying to guilt her. And then she was like, you, you do this with everybody. She's yeah, just like, you, no, if I okay, ask let Todd, me go ask yeah. him and yeah. point yeah. 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 Oh, Okay. Okay. Fine. I do. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, that moment's really nice too. Is just like Bash being like, I know how you work. <laughs> like, Don't try and tell me you're not like this because we all know you are. Yeah. yeah. It's like everybody knows you're like this. Okay. Yeah. It's it's and I actually I, I can't believe I didn't mention that point because I I really like that because I was like oh so again we're seeing from Leia you got Padme's sense of you know negotiation and, and diplomacy mixed with anakin's pushiness of yeah. being like i found the thing i'm gonna yeah, it. yeah 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 <laughs> why don't you do it Just yeah do it. yeah you want it no okay let me guilt trip you but give me my lightsaber oh fuck i need that to fight bane oh, so, like, oh. it's funny because leia shows so much more of anakin than luke does yeah he's, like, he's, he's almost Luke's more pure padman. Padman. yeah oh yeah <laughs> he's like it's, i want to help people yeah and it's the right thing to do we gotta no we can't take shortcuts fuck that i'm thinking i'll, I'll go get locked 
to him and the girlfriend. I don't blow up a plan. Fuck them. <laughs> Do you have to? It's a very big juxtaposition because we got like a Luke story and then we got a Leia story. Yeah. And Luke's mm. like, oh, I know where that galaxy, or that, that system is. I'm going to go there now because they're going to have to teach me how to be a Jedi. I'm going to learn so much. He has Anakin stupidity. Yeah. yeah he's, like, he's like, he's like, are you an angel? No, I'm a rock hawker. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Jesus. It's, it's the, I mean, what doesn't help though is that Luke is a side character in, in yes, the Yeda yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's, he's just. He's I want to see where R2 is done. Did he save yeah. 3PO? Like, is that right. the next act? To be <laughs> continued, guys. To be continued. That's what I want to know. Yeah. But yeah, so that basically uh, wraps up all of that. I mean, we've given our thoughts, I think, through most of this. Um, I will say um, the art in this one looks nicer. Um, maybe I'm yeah. biased because I like, as soon as I saw Pash, I like the character design. It's more um, stylized. I could not have cared about the Lord of the Flies kids. <laughs> I think it's more like cartoony comic rather than like realistic comic. Yeah, there's That's less. The difference. Um, there's less detail. Character reference. Yeah, um, yeah. Realistic character reference. Yeah. Um, also, the cover for Annual Two looks really fucking good. Where Leia's like coming down. Yeah. Yeah. It has nothing like, to do with what actually happened in the comic because she's never in that situation. Yeah, yeah. That's like, I guess that's like what happened. That's what happened, that's what happened, that's what happened yeah. before she got hurt. Is like her running away from the stormtroopers that way. I guess. Oh uh, yeah, Where's she hit the story? ground and some guy just shot her with a, like a solid yeah. projectile, yeah, and then yeah. we get here. See, but... it wasn't Verpine because if it was, that she wouldn't. Be yeah, she would be. A, yeah, yeah she she's literally be jumping missed. off of like a building, like with like a door open with like six stormtroopers shooting at her. Like, mm. lucky no, not so to she's die. Fine, then. Yeah, it's things if they don't calibrate them every fucking two minutes. <laughs> it reminds me that the the style almost reminds me of like the Star Wars Leia comics. I think we read those. Um, yeah, that style yeah, a little like bit. It. Yeah, it was weird. We put a but. new fleet together, and this is Alderaan now. Yeah, um, but yeah. So overall, yeah, Yoda Secret War. Okay, let's rank Annual this shit. Too good. Yeah, yeah. I want to like. I want to rank it separately, but it is considered one, vo like, this is the whole volume. Which is weird, because the stories have nothing to do with each other. It's because it's, like, when they come out, and, like, they have to pad the volume to have that extra, like, they have to put annual to somewhere. Real so, like, okay, let's do a story, and then add an omake, and then just keep going. Essentially, down, that's but... how it is, because annuals take place in nowhere, so it's like, you can't really fit them in anywhere unless you combine all the annuals, annuals, but that is always, like, a multi-year thing before you collect yeah. it. So they try to collect them in the volumes as the time progresses so this came out the same time as these like issues they so are just separate stories yeah exactly gotcha yeah <laughs> yoda secret war ed what did you give this one i am giving this one a six and a half as soon as i can find Damn, it. sir no, well more so because like all right read it it's a story it's a thing uh, but it also mm. I gave it the six and a half because I've, at first I thought seven, but I was just like, it depends on how you see Yoda. And I don't know. We've, we've just seen so much awful from him that it's been like an awful subjective. I get that. Mm. But it's to, to being... It shows his flaws. The Jedi of the time. Like, I would have loved to see young Yoda. Give me a story with that where he's learning these things and maybe making doing the things that we think he should do and, and finding out why he's not. Mm. What was what was the that like 
pivotal moment in his young training where he's just like, I can't do that. That's not the way. I won't mm. do that. And yeah. then proceed to follow that, whether right or wrong, for whatever reason. Like, the, the, I bet you Lucas doesn't even know at this <laughs> point. We have to be yeah. like, make something for it. Because yeah. this is, this is it, at this amount, it's embarrassing that I he's think... been this bad. I think the reason why it comes off as he's this bad, like a part of it at least, is Yoda is so old and he's been through so much. Like this is kind of how I interpret Yoda a little bit, is that regardless of what his, like the right thing to like, I could just do all this and this would make it much better, is that he can't just like, he, his role as a person going into another society between a war of this stuff that was going on for generations and stuff, his role wasn't to like, completely make this a utopia for everybody i think it was to let them realize what's available to them in terms of like what they should be doing but then the societies have to learn one way or another he can't change them overnight he can't stay there forever so he has to basically give them what he can to help them move forward past their stalemate i guess and then however that society functions after that is just the way the universe and the force make like is supposed to let, let that go forward like he is allowed to influence stuff but he's not allowed to control stuff because that's not his role his role is to teach and then whatever those lessons impart on those people and what they take from it is kind of how it happens so like that's why i think yoda comes off as like like what the fuck are you doing like you made the complete wrong decision here like the society's completely fucked now I, I feel I am, like but oh, people sorry. but the people got to live and they left the planet. So like that's a plus for those people. However, now the planet's just a whole bunch of rock people. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I understand. And I would give you credence if not for in this same novel he didn't call out other people for being terrible fucking people. <laughs> no, he, he did. did. He did, yes. Yeah, no, yeah. that's what I mean. But if he did not make that comment, I'd be like, I'm I can understand you a lot with that. Mm. I'm, I'm being facetious. Not no, absolutely. Obvious. Yeah. But like, okay. And then you go say, oh, y'all are fucking terrible teachers. Like, you don't fucking talk. Yeah. <laughs> he was not a great teacher. He's not, he's not perfect. So yeah. I, it's like, I, I want to see it that way. I think mm, it was like just the ignorance of those people is what see, really is like, you guys, like the kids deserve better parents, right? Like that's kind of where he was at with those people. I, see, see like, I think that's like, even that's with, like the most positive way to kind of like see it. I mean, that's um, who I am, the, no, but the, you know me. <laughs> so, so the thing, I, I had to look it up because, like, whenever I see things like this with Yoda, it keeps reminding me of, uh, there's a quote in the Revenge of the Sith novelization. Mm -hmm. um, okay. I think it's, it's like, one of the perfect ways to, like, sum up everything that's wrong with, or all the mistakes that Yoda makes. Okay. <laughs> Your um, arrogance blinds you. So the quote is, uh, Dooku is saying this to, to Darth Sidious. Um, the Jedi Order's problem is Yoda. No being can wield this. that kind of power for centuries without becoming complacent at best yep. or corrupt at worst. He has no idea that it's overtaken him. He no longer sees all the little cumulative, cumulative evils of the Republic uh, that it tolerates and fosters, from slavery to endless wars. And he never asks, why are we not acting to stop this? Live alongside corruption for too long and you no longer notice the stench. The Jedi cannot help the slaves of Tatooine, but they can help the slave masters. Yeah, and it's, it's insanely like, it's insanely deep. Like Dooku was that character too, right? Because he knew Yoda, mm -hmm. 
He was yeah. he, like taught by him for years. And and we see like I think um uh oh my god, why can't I remember the name of it? Um What was the thing that came out last year? The series of shorts, something of the force? Oh, the the Tales, Tales of the, of the Jedi. Jedi. Tales of the Jedi, there we go. With Dooku and uh, that. In in that, yeah, we get we get to see a like perfect view of how Dooku came to think like this. Also, I'm just we haven't, seeing everything that I don't think we covered it, but Jedi Lost, Dooku Jedi Lost, the mm. audio drama. I've I've listened through that. We get even more of it in there, and I think you're gonna love mm. it there. And and we had that as well in Legends in Open Seasons, um, the Jango Fett origin story, yeah, where we get to see, yeah, and we get to see Dooku's moment in that of wait. We you sold him into slavery? Why? And that being like a thing where it's like, wait, the Jedi did it? Sold who into what? Uh, the Jedi Django. sold Django into slavery. Oh shit! After after they defeated him and uh, the Proctors because they were fooled by is Death that Watch. during the Clone Wars? No, it's before the Clone oh, Wars. Oh okay. This is, this is while Jedi is still Jedi Master Dooku. Yeah. Oh shit! Because well, they were like, it's a Mandalorian. Who fucking cares? He's they're a human evil. being. No, they're evil. Yeah, it's fucked. And yeah, Dooku's like, what the fuck? What is any of this? Um, so it's just seeing things like that, where it is that stagnation that leads to corruption. It's the corruption. ignorance continually. Yeah, and, and so that's why I kind of see the thing that Ed's saying, where it's like, no, 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 you're all terrible teacher, but I'm amazing. Or not amazing, but like, I'm I'm good. I know I'm a good teacher. But you guys, no, I'm going to judge you I don't think he thinks he's a good way. teacher. No, I think I, he tries to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm being facetious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But I think he knows that he has, like, even in episode three, like, we see him kind of, like, I guess even through, the, like, episode one to three a little bit. Like, you see a little bit of, like, internal reflection, Yoda, a bit, but not very but much. But too late. Absolutely. When, Absolutely. When, when he's in the vent running away because I failed. No, I no, no, no. No, it's uh, episode three specifically when he's meditating before Anakin comes to see him. Mm. I think that's, like, we get a snapshot of, like, Yoda behind the scenes that we don't get to see in the movies where he is reflecting and meditating and like you see him he's a little like caught in the in the wills of the force just kind of a little disturbed and like a, not peacefully meditating like something's affecting him well he's he literally says after the scene he's like oh blinded by the dark side the, the shrouded by the dark side absolutely is. yeah and like that's what i mean like he sees that something's wrong but he doesn't understand it and i think in episode one and two there's points and uh, parts and pieces where it holds on yoda for a moment when a decision's made that's not like part of the Jedi Order's role, I guess, and like he it pauses on him for a moment, and then he's like he just kind of gives a look, and then it continues on. From what I remember, I might be misremembering a little bit, but that's what I remember is like you get moments, but not enough to show that Yoda, like like Noma said, like it's too late. By the time he realizes it's too late, it's it's just too late. Well, it makes me laugh. no. This retrospective is good because it makes me laugh thinking about it, where it's just like okay, so you've again been around for 800 and something this is this, this is the whole i think lucas wrote himself into in episode five when 900 or years old you've been then you can oh, blah, 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 right yeah or six yeah before he dies yeah. sorry but even even then when it's just like okay so between years 400 to 600 you could see things clearly right when did the shroud come down <laughs> was it not right at episode one so shouldn't right. what happened around that time? Look at all. Put out your little board. Stop using your phone. Put out your board and use your eyes. Put the dots together. 
Shroud went thing because what happened? This person became chancellor. This happened. This happened. This happened. What is the wrong thing here? The fact that Yaddle is able to find Palpatine before Yoda is able to find Palpatine right? is insane. <laughs> it's because Yaddle's younger, right? Yaddle doesn't mm. have that like inner ignorance. Like she yeah. realized that Dookie was struggling, and she but she wanted he... to like go and help and figure out how she could help him. But this is I find that's a question that every Jedi constantly asked from even the High Republic. There's where some of the panels were. Why don't we just help them? Like, why? Why are we not doing? Like, why are we just why? letting them like walk through the dark side? There's a lot of why's being asked, and to be fair, even in the High Republic, there's a lot of different answers. Whether that's because of societal pressure now that's being translated into the book is up for debate. Mm. But even in the even in the originals, Luke asking why, people asking why, what's all this? Why? 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 You had a lot of different answers. Except when you ask Yoda why, then it's just all force. It's like somebody like Qui-Gon would have actually told you, like, this is because of how I think, prophecy, living force, blah, blah, blah. Let's put it into examples and stuff. But like, Qui-Gon was a very different Jedi. He thought very differently from everybody else. Which is, I'm telling you, why the... the That's why my favorite best, Jedi, boys. The, the best branching freaking timeline is Qui-Gon Alive. Qui-Gon training Anakin. I want with, Star Wars What If with Qui-Gon alive. Like, just with, give it to me for like their, three episodes of him in the Clone Mace Wars, please. With Mace Windu as his as his battle master. Yo, yeah. that'd be insane. Are you kidding me? Especially because Qui-Gon would be like, okay, there's light and dark in you, and we're not gonna avoid that. We're gonna we're use what we can. We're gonna use what we can, and he's the best one to teach you to. Oh my, that would be the scariest version of Anakin. It would be the Ahsoka Anakin that we saw. Yeah, and I was in, in there. World Between Worlds. He, yeah, like legit, how he would just be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fuck you up now." <laughs> he's like, he's like "I'm Vader and Anakin." Yeah, yeah, yeah. The path to the dark side is is about the many abilities. Yeah, I know a few of them. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. What <laughs> are you, Kyle Katara? What do you mean? <laughs> Ah, yeah, stop. What? Yeah. I have stasis now. Oh, what you got? Oh, <laughs> My grandson will have Not this. only do I have stasis, <laughs> I have <laughs> force healing. Uh, but My anyway. grandson will have but this. There's... He also might do a lot of death. Or a no, great-great-grandson does a lot of death great, sticks. Yeah. No, but did you rate this one yet? I don't think you did. No, not yet. We've gone on quite a tangent. <laughs> I guess um, we did. Yeah, so for mine, I literally... I took the score I would give annual two, and I took the score I would give... Uh, volume 5, and I just summed it up. Uh, so I'm giving it a 5.5, 5, uh, because I would have given Annual 2 a 7, uh, and I would have given Volume 5 a 4. Um, annual 2 is a lot of fun. I, I mean, we had a good talk about that. I really like how uh, much it really kind of brings... Um, it brings a lot more characterization and empathy and, uh, like... I'm trying to think of the word conflict into Leia's character. Um, I also really like Pash. It's funny so, how like, like yeah, one moment in that annual is actually mm -hmm. like what makes it. And I love it. It's, it's, yeah, it's a real that's all you character moment. Yeah. It's very impactful. And that's what makes those moments. Mm -hmm. Just kind of like that. She's gone in Empire War. So I'm... Hey, <laughs> she's dead. In no, in yeah. end of we, never know. We, can, we start another campaign. Uh, we bring her in as new Republic, you know, um yeah as <laughs> it's just treason man yeah <laughs> look if i play new republic my entire fleet's gonna be mon mothma star destroyers and like Batgirl. oh okay and starhawks <laughs> and uh, yeah starhawks and then the other the smaller uh allegiance star destroyers 
Oh, not Allegiance. That's the Allegiance battle. Nebula. Cruiser. Nebula. There we go. Uh, but yeah, like basically just combining those two. Um, we said our piece about Volume Five. It, it's a story I'm never going to go back to. I don't think there's much point. Yeah. Um, it's a neat little story, I guess. It has no impact on anything Star Wars related. Pretty much. It, it's just there. Um, you it's know, at the very story. least. At the very least, I rate it higher than Shadows of the Sith. <laughs> yeah. The one book that you never finished. Yeah, I'm couldn't Don't do it. Don't do it. I I can't. I returned it. <laughs> I mean, you could always just find uh, another way to find nah, it. Anyway. Um, I, oh, also, yeah. uh, sorry. Uh, one small thing is uh, I looked at the quote thing. Uh, it is not from the episode three novelization. It is from Book of the Sith. Uh, oh, that makes sense. Okay. I've heard yes, that quote that. before, though. I, I think you've told me it before. Yeah, because yeah. it's one of my favorites. Because it's, it's like, one. oh, this this sums up a lot of the the things that people have problems with Yoda. This is not even just Yoda; it's like politics. And the Jedi, yeah, the Jedi. No, in just in general, general, even in our it world, stems from well, yeah, like but even in our society. Down, like, <laughs> I know, I know what you mean by that. Yeah. But most humans don't live nine hundred years. No, but like, but you're, yeah, the the yeah. stagnation of and corruption inherent in a, a tall relaxed society. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, power corrupts absolutely. I, Absolute, absolute power, power. Yeah. corrupts absolutely sorry yeah yeah power corrupts absolute power corrupts absolutely yeah um but yeah so 5.5 i actually gave it the same score 5.5 5. 5. Hey. i gave it a five okay. for the comic for the whole like one to one to five i guess like the issues 26 mm-hmm. to 30 and then annual two i gave a six so i did the same thing noma did but came up with a different numbers and same rating actually i was like oh shit there you go but i think the yoda <laughs> stuff was the best part about it for me was the qui-gon like, I'm not gonna lie. Like I like the Yoda stuff a little bit with the like the drawings were probably my favorite part about that. Um, I thought the rock hawkers and the muck swaddlers or whatever the fuck they're called. Like I was just like, this is just like we don't need this. Cause you, you think like Yoda's secret war, holy shit. Like what war is he involved in now? Right? And it's like, well, it's because he's between kids. He told nobody he would keep the secret of this place. Well, he told Obi Wan apparently. <laughs> Well, there's no reason to keep this place so, do nothing the annual i give a six because again the leia moment and then i would say the walking carpet uh chewy at the end was just like a big blob of fur that was pretty cool too <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my review of that mm. um but yeah i just looked up patch as well just to see when she came back she never makes another like named appearance so i think she's yeah. just in the background she's in she's an engineer in yeah i think she's Ma- in the background Ma- of like the main series after this but oh, okay. i think i think that's fine for a character like her um it'd be cool to see her again doing some badass stuff but yeah mm. that does it for the rankings so let's get into the outro Welcome to the outro of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we would love to hear your thoughts on this uh, synopsis if you're not going to read it. Or if you are going to read it, let us know what your thoughts are. And uh, uh, maybe do that before you listen to the discussion. <laughs> and then we can get an actual review. But uh, with that said, Ed, how can they get a hold of us? There are many ways you can do so. All these ways you can find over at voiceoftheforce.com. That is our website. We also have our email. That is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. On social media, we are on Twitter, now X, Instagram, and threads. We are at voiceforcepod. Anything you do, retweet or repost. That could be our new episode tweets. could be something funny we posted. It, everything helps with growing our listener base and is very much appreciated. 
We are on Twitch. We stream Tuesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays at varying times. Tuesdays, 10 p.m. on. Then Friday, 6 p.m. and Saturdays at 3. So please, please keep in, keep in touch with that. You'll find that on Instagram that we're, we're streaming. You'll see things on Twitter that we're streaming. Please come join us. It's a lot of fun. We'd love to have you in the chat. If it's easier for you to talk there, feel free. We go back and forth all the time, and we'd love to see you. And please listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars and a comment helps with visibility. And if you subscribe for free right now, you will get the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, Ed and Noma. And remember, we're all rock hawkers and muck swallers. We're all in a no, war against each other. I refuse. I don't want to eat rocks, bro. <laughs> I'm good. You don't want to eat crack rocks oh, made good. by the force by a heart of a big mountain? You sure? I, yeah, and then use my mind scream to contact the aliens. Skyscreamer, you're a skyscreamer. Yeah. Skyscreamer, get it right. You're a muck hawker? No, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Get it right. It's a perfect one to just. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) 